Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of our wrestling series. Keeping it real. This is uh, Series 3, episode number 5. And uh, we're live on YouTube, as always. But if you prefer your podcast in audio form, you can get uh, this series and all the other series we do at the Sports Social Podcast Network. So do check them out. Big shout out to them, as always. But um, it's going to be a very interesting show tonight. We're going to talk some uh, AEW Double or Nothing, some... uh, some news and some MA, MJF stuff. There's lots to discuss. And uh, joining me, as ever, he is the GOAT of wrestling news. He is post-wrestling journalist, reporter, interviewer, Mr. Andrew Thompson. How are you, my friend? It's good to be back on the uh, on the podcast, my man. Yeah, this was a, a very a very eventful show last night at Double or Nothing. I enjoyed, I enjoyed my time watching that show. It was a fun show, man. It was a good time. Good time watching yeah, it the was, rap. It was it was it was fun. It was a good show. Um, I think to me, it wasn't like one of the the best ones they've done. Oh no! However, right. at no yeah. point, at no point was I like wanting this shit to end. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's a, that's always a good barometer compared to some other stuff that you know that we see and um whatnot. Um, I think the only match where I was genuinely like, yeah, this needs to finish was the Sari Guevara and uh, and all them guys, which is a shame because there were some talented guys in that match. But I don't know. It's not doing it for me at all, that gimmick with uh, with Sammy and Tanari. I think it might be the feud. So maybe if they get them away from each other, mm-hmm. that'll kind of free up some stuff. Um do you think we see Adam Cole and Britt Baker versus Sammy and Tanara Kainara Conti? 
you know that's actually a good call because have you been noticing like what they've been doing with Britt lately? They've been separating her slowly from the other. Yeah, um, you see it, right? You, I, 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 I was hoping I wasn't the only one. Like she, she's starting to like, and and not like in a negative way. She's like, just like I can do it by myself type stuff. And like you, yeah. you can you can slowly start to see like they trying to move her to like the baby face side without like having that disconnect between Rebel and uh Jamie Hayter. It's like she's slowly like moving herself away from that and then her having her win the Owen like for, for real for you would think the Owen would be like a baby face type thing like you would think you would have too but I mean I mean I, I mean in the grand scheme of day it really don't fucking matter because I mean you know it's overall about Owen and, and, and Martha's speech and all that stuff but I'm just talking about like from a I'm like just from like a traditional standpoint like you would think like a tournament like that would be like giving the two baby face talents but I mean I ain't had no problem with neither of them winning but uh I mean I I well, I, I did think Ruby should have won it, but I mean, I, I guess it made sense to have Adam and and, and Britt have that. But like, I, honestly, I I can see them doing something with Sammy and and, and Ty Conti. I, I think we all know for sure who gonna be the baby faces in a, in that situation. Yeah. That happened. But like, it, it's it's kind of crazy seeing like uh like uh because when when Ty no, when she first started in AEW, she was like really like like everybody was like cheering her and stuff. Like she was just getting cheered yeah. with the, uh at Revolution uh two, think, a couple um, months ago. Yeah, I think getting with the, the problem, like without get, I don't like to talk about like their personal lives and stuff, but obviously Sammy proposed to uh, his ex partner in an AEW ring, put it on his YouTube, and I think they put it on the AEW social medias, and then very quickly after that, obviously he was with Tainara Conti, and I think that kind of turned a lot of people off. Um, and you're like, you know, stuff happens. That's just the way it is. But I think that's probably one of the reasons why people turned on her. Um, so there's two reasons why I saw a lot of people moaning on social media about um, Ruby and Soho not winning. Um, and there's two reasons why I kind of think it was the best re- best way to go. One is the, like you mentioned, having Adam Cole and Britt Baker both be champions be the winners of the tournament and make sense. And also, if they're going to go, which I, th- I think they will, with Sammy and Tainara kind of going after that, that kind of makes sense. Obviously, they've just had this thing with the T and, uh, TNT titles. So it means that's almost like a natural kind of thing for them to go after someone else's uh, cup or title or whatever. And then also, I think there's a great long-term story with Ruby Soho now that she can't get the job done against Britt Baker. She's mm. lost to her twice in two big matches. Like, I think one was for the title and mm. one was in the Owen Hart Cup final. So, it's almost like the Adam Page booking that they did previously, where if they do it right and build it back up to that Brit third match, when she finally does get that win, it's going to be a bigger deal. The problem they've got is Ruby Soho's probably lost a bit too much already. So... Whereas Adam Page was losing the big ones, but he was winning everything else, so that you kind of had that culmination in naturally in the story. And but I do think it's there's a story there to be told of um, further down the line, maybe at the next pay per view, maybe the one after of Ruby Soho beating Britt Baker finally. Um, I think that's a good long term story. And look, Britt Baker is still their biggest female star at the moment. So it makes sense that if she's not going to be involved in either title picture for her to be 
the winner of the tournament, I think. But I don't know. I'm interested in what you think of that. Well, uh, I mean, with Ruby, I mean, I don't necessarily say I agree with like the loser part because I mean, she like won like four straight matches to get to the finals. So like, yeah, she wasn't like, yeah, lose, I guess she, 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 she wasn't like losing. And even before that, I don't think she really, I mean, she had picked up like a, like a rack of wins on dark. And I mean, I just, it depends on if, you know, somebody is, is watching that or not. And I yeah. mean, I, I, I know it's a lot of people that was like really sort of clued out from even the Julia Hart stuff because they weren't like sort of following on dark. And she was doing that thing on dark, like the whole, like this whole time, like, Blend the curve, so like that. That stuff blends into to the on screen product. But Ruby, I think it's just a case of like them trying to tell this like big, you know, uh, get sympathy story for her. And I, I don't know how they when they gonna get back into it. I think they should just wait a little bit. May, may not 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 even until the next pay per view, but maybe wait until Brit is in her next heel cycle. Because I I do feel like they like we just talked about. They feel like they about to trend towards a big face turn for Brit and like sort of gravitate towards that in, in a slow manner so i mean i, I definitely yeah. think ruby's probably gonna get her her get back one of these days but i think it's gonna tell, probably take place when brit is like in her next cycle of you know turn, turn to heel like it's like something similar you you know i don't like give him no credit uh chris jericho but like he he he's very aware of when to turn and when to go back maybe like he i remember he had said in an interview recently he was like um like when he heard the crowd like start to choose Eddie Kingston over him and he was like he started like he, he like at, at first he didn't like it but then he was like okay I gotta realize that people are getting tired he was like reading social media and stuff like that and he was like seeing how people was like talking about him and reacting to him and he was like okay yeah. he was he went to Tony Khan and was like bro it's time to like it's time it's time to turn me heel again like that like that type of awareness that's that's good, and I mean, I'm interested to see what they do with Brit. Like honestly, I, it was like I, I thought like a part of me, like for a quick, like a quick second, not not for too long, because I, I I slowly realized like this was like far more bigger than like some storyline stuff. And I'm talking about like as far as like the uh, the old heart presentation. Like I was like, oh, this is just you know Martha in her speech. But like a part of me, like before she even came out, like a part of me thought, like I was like, what if like like fucking like another like pro wrestling couple some show up or something like that and interrupt them little, you know something along those lines but like that that quickly mm. once i saw uh tony w- walk out to the ring i was like oh she about to get like a, a nice speech and stuff and it was a great speech that she gave uh you know about the whole tournament yeah. and stuff like that but yeah but as far as ruby goes it's gonna be cool to see what they do with her going forward um like i i'm, I'm always a fan of like when people go for big losses like sort of take them off tv for a little bit because like sometimes they can it just get it just give people time a little bit a little bit of time to forget just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and even yeah. with Hangman, but like in his case, I know we're going to go different top with, with Hangman. Like it's kind of different because I I kind of want to see him turn heel now, like yeah. a little bit. Well, do you know with what you said about Jericho being so aware? And I know, like you know, yeah, you, personal yeah. personal feelings aside and whatever with Jericho, <laughs> but like like you are right, he's very aware of when to when to turn and when yeah. to not. And I hope that either Hangman. Or someone with you know in and around him, or involved in his presentation, also is quite clued in because there is quite a few posts of people kind of criticizing his run and and maybe getting a bit bored. And I think it it wasn't even bad though. It was just no. I don't think it was bad. He just didn't feel like the main guy. That's all. Yeah, and I think the other part of it, mate, is the, the massive culmination of his story was him finally winning it and then when you've done it yeah. 
you, you can't you are there's only one way to go really and i think look he had some great matches he had some good feuds but ultimately it was the right time i think to take it off him um i we we touched on this a little bit last week when i said i think the time is right for him to realign with the bucks oh yeah because i think what you can do straight away is you can have a bit of friction between him and adam cole you can have friction between the bucks and you know um Fishing O'Reilly. Fishing O'Reilly, yeah. And like there's they've already when Adam Cole first went in, came in, they kind of hinted at a bit of friction between the two Adams, but didn't do anything with it. So and and even on being elite, Ad, in Adam Cole's first episode back, he went, Oh, I'm gonna go and find Adam, you know, hangman and have a beer with him or whatever. And they all went, Oh no, 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 no. But it was like they little things like that, but they never appeared on screen together, I don't think. Other than once, I think it was. But but my point being, I think the time is right. They've already set the table with, you know, when the Bucks gave him the nod when he was when he beat Omega. So I think that time is right to kind of re, especially with the new Japan show coming as well. It kind of even makes mm-hmm. even more sense. I think there's there's a lot going on. You've got the Bullet Club. You've got Undisputed Elite. You've got Elite or Undisputed Era, and there's there's a lot going on there. And I think particularly in the in the week before and the week after or the couple of weeks before and the couple of weeks after that show the forbidden forbidden door show i think we will see what they're going to do with the kind of bullet club elite and all this type of stuff whether that's going to be a long ongoing kind of um partnership loose partnership in it i guess but over a few companies or if they're going to kind of turn on each other and there's going to be a feud and the an undisputed era as they were are going to feud with the bucks and someone whether it's omega whether it's hangman it's going to be fascinating to see um do you is that what you would do with hangman would you realign them with the bucks or would you because they're they i think they're having a pretty good run at the moment they're kind of tweeners almost because they're not quite as heel as uh cole and o'reilly and fish but they are but not i don't know they're all, they're always gonna have their fans i guess but yeah because the, bucks, the bucks are, yeah the bucks yeah. so they, they they always will be like in, in like in that middle like even when they're supposed to be heels, people will cheer them bro because they they're, they're the young bucks like that's just not that's always gonna be the thing but with hangman I, I feel like the only way to go i mean i mean you you could keep trying to tell the like baby face story but like i feel like it's gonna get dry at some point and I feel like it is more length in him turning heel, or not even got to turn. Like he, he just show more aggression. Like he ain't got to be like full on, full on heel. And I mean, but you can align him with the Bucks, and then that can sort of cause that friction, like you said, between him and Adam Cole. And the Bucks already had that tension between themselves and O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I think that match will be a banger when it does happen. Uh, the yeah. Bucks versus Red uh, Red Dragon. That's gonna be crazy. And um, yeah, I, I think that'll be cool to see. Hey man, you know, sort of just get more aggressive as far as his on-screen character goes. And I think that'd be like an interesting story to tell and how they eventually circle back around to him wanting the AEW world title. Because I mean, I, f- I feel like that's what pro wrestling, like his nucleus is like all about, like these different characters having these ups and downs and different trajectories yeah. and going back and forth between babyface and heel and seeing which works and what sticks and whatnot. Like that's what it's all about. So, I mean, if, if, if it's time for Hangman to, to turn heel, I'm pretty sure the crowd gonna let him know. Cause they, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure they're gonna let him know. And I mean, look, I mean, when you judging by that sort of, I mean, hey, hey, man was getting cheered at double or nothing. They went like he was getting booed out the building, but that crowd was definitely no. like 
pro CM Punk. You know what I'm saying? But they was they was they was rocking with Hangman too. It wasn't like Hangman was like like the lone wolf out there. Like they was they was going crazy for him. But it was more so like like you heard the the fuck you Hangman Hangman page mm-hmm. chance. But it, like for Punk, it wasn't none of that. It was just CM Punk. See, like the whole night. You know what I'm saying? So I I I, I would be interested to see Hangman go hill and then like you know sort of. And then that, that could add to the trios field. Like you got them undisputed elite. I mean, well, you got them, uh, Adam Cole and uh, Red Dragon. You got House of Black, who I think should definitely get the tag straps first. I don't care what nobody got to say. Put them belts on House of Black, bro. And you got Penta. Um, you got, you got Penta, uh, Pack and and Ray Phoenix. And then uh, what? Uh, uh, FTR. That that would be nice, but like that they they got too much gold. Like come on now, that that's that's too much. Yeah. Like the trios, the ROH, the AAA, and the AEW world. So that, that that's yeah. a little that, that's a little much, bro. But uh, but um, like an, another thing that I think is gonna happen, like this just sort of came to mind. What I think is gonna happen, I think we're gonna see Pac, um, Penta and Ray Phoenix at Forbidden Door against Andrade, Roosh, and Naito. Los and Gomenavis. Oh, we're gonna see that. that, that that's gonna be our three way, uh, six man tag, and we're gonna see Rush and uh, we're gonna see Naito and uh, Andrade link up for the first time in a long time, and I think this that's gonna be, be our awesome. three. Yeah, and and and, and I, I definitely think Penta and them is losing that match. Like it's no fucking way. Like yeah. I, 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 I I would say House of Black, but I was like I, I think that I think that their position in House of Black would be the first, and especially with Julia Hart on the side. Like, and I, I'm thinking about what that's gonna do for her career. Cause now she's gonna be probably in like in a very prominent spot. Like I'm interested to even see that entrance with her, like how they mix her into that entrance that they got. And that now she's gonna be in a position where she's probably gonna be competing for the women's title probably in the next four to five months at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like like mm-hmm. her being her being associated with them, that's the only one. And and then at that, you just added a thing into your roster. Now you got Julia Hart who got interest in her. So you got two essentially, you know, I know Julia Hart's not new to the roster, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like under this new group. Yeah, it's like, a new, like, new completely new exactly. exactly. So now she's sort of new in, in, in that aspect. So like now you just got two new additions to your women's division. You got AQA who hasn't been on the TV in a while. So, you know, people still get used to her and she's a great wrestler. So like, um, yeah, it's a, they, 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 they doing some, uh, Solid stuff right now, man. But I, I, I am very intrigued to how they uh, further tell this Julia Hart story and like what's, like what's next for her as far as like um, storylines and stuff go. So, yeah, but yeah, but, 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 but to your point with, with Hangman, like I definitely think a heel turn might be the way to go. Not even the heel turn, just more aggression towards other people yeah. besides the young bucks. Yeah, and I think um, even like when he first joined the Bullet Club, he was kind of like the. He was taking muscle, heels. Really. Yeah, he was taking, <laughs> heads, really. taking heads. But no, but he was like he was he was taking a lot of losses, particularly in um, like the multi-man tag team yeah. matches. He was he, he was he was that person. <laughs> but 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 also in like Ring of Honor, he was portrayed as like the you know the bigger guy, the stronger guy, yeah. who kind of was had a bit more power to his arsenal. So I think there's certainly there's a good feud there between him and Adam Cole and. And the Bucks and and Red Dragon, the um, I think on the, on the subject of a new like lease of life for people, I think um, Andrade and Roosh together is a real chance for them to do something with Andrade. They kind of I, that the House of Hardy or whatever it was, the Hardy office and then the Andrade office wasn't really doing it for me. It felt a bit thrown together and like if they can. 
it, like for instance, if they could get Naito over for a, some sort of uh, extended period, even you know, like just a few months or something, and do a proper losing, I can never say it. Losing um, Gomenables here, Paul. Yeah, just you just say Lij. There you go. Yeah, well, if they yeah, could but, do but, an Lij yeah, in AEW with Rush and Andrade and, and and whoever else, like I th- I feel like that's a real good chance to to put Andrade in the top tier of their kind of acts, but they've got but to it, do it right. Just, just real quick, like I I keep I keep forgetting this. It's not. The, the the group is called Los Ingobernables. Like the day her poem part, that's just New Japan's. Like it's like yes, different yeah. sections. But yeah, I, I, we just call it Los Ingobernables. There we go. That's what we're yeah. <laughs> I, that's I, I get confused but, on that sometimes too. But there there's like they did. I noticed when they, you know, they hinted at it, didn't they? In that little clip with the instead of shaking hands, they did the fist thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I just think that's a good way to make Andrade seem. Like he's up there with the rest of the top tier acts, the main event guys, because they've he should, you know he can do it in the ring, but they've just stumbled a little bit, only a little bit I think, because I still find them quite entertaining. But yeah, I think there's there's certainly uh, an opportunity there to give the fans something special, but also give him a lift further up the card and and make him seem like a big deal. Um, Rob in the chat asked, um, he said he's seen a few posts uh, about uh, Wardlow. Do you think he's a glorified Ryback? Um, Jeez. No. Good God, no. Like, like Ry- uh, Ryback was never able, really. Like, I think he was better in ring than, like, Goldberg was back in the day. But ultimately, like, Wardlow couldn't go. Wardlow's had some good matches. Like, he hasn't had to do a lot of selling. Um, and obviously that will come and he's still young, but I think there's such an upside to, to Wardlow as a, as a wrestler, as a gimmick. If I was going to compare him to anyone, I wouldn't be comparing him to Ryback. I'd be carrying it, be comparing him more to Batista's kind of breakout year when he turned on evolution and stuff like that. I think there's more similarities there. And even that, I think Wardlow is probably more athletic and, and better in the ring than both guys. I don't know what, what do you think, mate? I know yeah, you're a big Ryback right right fan. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's a rough comparison, right there. Calling him Ryback or, or seeing, or yeah. I think he fast. means more the, the, the. I think he means more the like the gimmick and the build up and the squash matches than the, you know, than the person. But I, 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 I think I think they're more so just trying to save those matchups because I mean I think it's eventually like him. He I, I think eventually he'll be TNT champion at some point. Like I think he's 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 going to, he's gonna for that. I, I, as far as the AW World Title, I don't really see that just yet. But I definitely no. see the TNT title at some point. But uh, yeah, well, I, I think Wardlow is, is is really good. Like I, like he comes off, he looks very personable in his interviews and stuff like that. Like, he not like some like vanilla like boring ass like he, like he actually got a personality. So I mean like I I, I like Wardlow. I think Wardlow's doing some good stuff and like I'm I'm glad that he was able to get that uh that moment. Cause like that was like a two year story, and that would have been like that would have been kind of fucked up if like he, you know, if that if that didn't happen. So yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Obviously, um, anyone who kind of follows the news pretty regularly would have known there's been like an ongoing thing behind the scenes between MJF and AEW 
MJF basically wants more money. Um, from what I can gather, uh, AEW were happy to give him more money, but he would have to extend his contract. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want to extend his contract. He wants to be able to, when his contract's up in 2024, he wants to be able to explore his options, which I understand. But then then the other side of that is you're not going to get more money without it having some level of extension to your contract. It's just the way it works. Um, there was some sort of blow up uh, previously, I think, between Tony Khan and MJF. You know, no one knows how serious it was, whether it was just a, a stern conversation. But over the weekend, at one point, it seemed as if that boy was uh, not going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, like late Saturday night, I was reading some of the stuff and I was like, man, I don't know if he's going to turn up. Like I said, it was, it was rough, but he did it. I saw a lot of people saying like he was punished by having the 10 power bombs and squashed, but I don't think so. I think that was happening anyway. Yeah, I, I think, think that was, I think that that was, was always the story yeah. to tell was, um, do you know, do you know what I thought they might do? And they kind of didn't. Um, and I get why is, I thought they might start the sh- when his entrance would sort of just before his entrance, they would he would be on a plane and like basically trying to leave, and then Wardlow would get on and drag him out, and as if he was trying to escape and not face Wardlow. But that I think that that was always going to be the type. It was always going to be a basic squash match because that's the story to tell is that um, MJF has not wanted to fight him. He's been scared of him and. He's kind of controlled him and stuff, um, so I didn't. I didn't think the situation behind the scenes affected the kind of match it was. I don't think, at least, that, like I'm obviously interested in what you think. Do you think we see MJF again? Because they obviously did an, an injury angle. Do you think he's done with that AEW, or do you think he'll go away for a bit, come back, finish out his contract? I don't, I don't really know what to believe about the whole situation. Like, is at the same time, like. Uh... I mean, I, I I don't doubt that it's like some legit, but also like a part of me is like it's MJF. Yeah, like, he's, <laughs> it's, 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 he's it's, always it's, in character. It's, it's, it's MJF, and like honestly, bro, like I I wouldn't put it past him to like throw some of that information out there. Like I I I genuinely would not put it past him at all. Like I I feel like he's very um, strategic and very aware and knows how to get buzz around himself. But also I. It's, it's, it's a very believable thing to believe that he wants more money and without having to extend his deal and want the chess free agency. And, you know, even at that Ariel Helwani interview that he did, which was very interesting. And, you know, it was a, a thing, a follow up report that came from that, that they weren't pleased that that wasn't approved by the PR department before, you know, he did that interview. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of interesting factors in it. Like, I, I, don't, I really don't know. Like exactly what to believe because it, 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 I'm, I'm saying like I, I believe the reporting on it, but it's at yes. the same time like it's just like bro, it's MJF though. Like, it's like yeah, I I I can't fully get myself to like believe it. I I, I just can't, and, and that's that's in part due to him, and that's yeah. you know, just a, that's a job that he like he's always and like even at like I remember my first time like seeing like MJF like a full MJF mode was at starcast back in 2019 i was like this motherfucker does not turn it off like he is on all the time like the character shit like the disrespect and the fans and like all this type of stuff he is on all the time like this ain't no like oh you know when the camera's not on i'm the nice guy like he's like as we all know at this point like that's just 
that's just what it is. So like it, it's difficult for me to like a hundred percent believe the stuff. Like, like but he he's strategic, bro. So I mean, but I, I definitely but I, 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 I definitely can see a situation where like he's like, dog, I want I need I just need you to bump me up. You know what I'm saying? Just bump me up on, on some pay and, until I can test, you know, test my waters. I mean, test the waters and see what's out here. Like, as far as like him in WWE, I, I, I don't, I mean, I, 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 I can see it and, and I can definitely see him getting a, uh, like a nice push there. And I, I think that would be solely due to maybe them feeling like, oh, yeah, we got one of their guys now, another one of their guys. And if we push him and make him look like a big deal, then, you know, I can definitely see it being like one of those type of pushes. But like, as far as like, the essence of what he's been able to build over the last several years or so. I don't know if that's going to be the same, but I think that's also going to be a test to him. Like if he can, if he can go there and like be under their definition of like the bad guy and still be sort of popular in a way, then that's a, that's a credit to him. And if he don't, then yeah. that'll let you, that, that'll let you know that, you know, he, he needs that sort of freedom in order to thrive the way that he, you know, views himself. So, so either way, if he go to WWE, I think it's going to be a, do I think he's gonna go? No, I think MJF is trying to hold out just to see, like, where things go with him and Tony Khan. Because I, I definitely think at some point Tony will want to put the world title on MJF, like at, at, at some point. But like, I think, like, even when you're looking at it from when you're looking at it from both sides, Brad, you gotta, you gotta know, like, from, from MJF side, you you understand it. Like, is he, you know, he just wants more money and he feels like he's worth it, and you know, he sort of pay that off and. You know, with from the business side of him, Tony Khan side, you gotta look like why why did you just dump all this money in this dude and then what two years from now he he rolled out on you and then what? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, hundred percent. It's a it's a it's a unique spot for both sides, but uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. And it's gonna be uh, as far as like if he if he comes back to TV or not. I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna say he he's gonna be away until I say he come back. Around all out, all out. I think he comes back at all out. I can see that. I can, I, but I, I definitely can see him being on TV for a while. Like whether that's just a a, a, a legit thing or that's a storyline thing, I, I definitely see him being out for a while, and then he come back like to ruin somebody's moment at all out. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Um, do you know? I think because well, there's two things with MJF long term. Um. I wonder whether, as his contract runs down in 2024, assuming he doesn't sign another one, because remember now we're halfway through 2022, so it's not that far because his contract he, runs out on the first of January yeah, first, 2024. Yeah. So technically, it's only you know a year and a half away, so 18 months away or whatever. So, like my thing is, um, the st- I think that there's a story to be told. Particularly if he's if he resigns with AEW for big 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 money, which I think is the most likely scenario, um, but they can keep it quiet so they can keep it so everyone doesn't think his contract runs out on the first of January twenty twenty four. Is you could do a mirror almost of Punk's story when um yep yeah when, they, when he left with the belt you could do that and I think yep. <laughs> MJF is so good like you just said about staying in character and keeping kayfab if it literally is only him and tony who know what his legitimate contract status is i think there's a phenomenal story to be told at the end of next year and i mean if it happens that cm punk is still champion or is champion 
Yeah, that's, that's a long ass time, bro. But that's, that's a long, long time to yeah, see that's a long the ass time, job. bro. But I do think that story is worth telling if it's possible. Um, obviously, you can't tell that story if he's going to leave is the problem. But you can certainly tell it if you if you're fairly sure he's going to stay. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you: Do you think in the future MJF has got a monster babyface running him? I no. do, but no one else does. No. I think he's got. I do. I really do think that it's just at some point he is capable of having a, a real monster baby face run. Just from that's his, not, uh, just from the reactions that he gets. Because that's not happening, bro. It's no way that's happening. Hate him. People hate him, but they love him, though, don't they? Like no, they don't. People <laughs> boo him because they love him. They like his. They like everything about him. No, they don't. I, I just, people, people, people boo MJF because they hate MJF. <laughs> yeah. He is irritating. <laughs> but I, I still I think it's a chance. I think that, like, I'm not talking, you know, years down the line. I think at some point he'll go and have a monster baby face run with tag team champions with the Miz. <laughs> beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> with the Miz. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Mears. Um, what was your favorite match of the night? Oh, that um, that anarchy in the arena match. That shit was yeah. That, that shit was pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty insane. When that, that was, I gotta say that, that 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 was that was my favorite match of the night. My second was uh, uh the, the the triple threat tag title, and then my third was uh Rosa versus Deep, and then Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby. Interesting. I like the House of Black Black match. Oh um, yeah, I forgot about that. That was good. But I it, like the Rose yeah, match. Well. But but but, um, but that, yeah. that 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 anarchy in the arena match. Like I, I was not expecting to be like as like entertained as I was doing. Like that shit. No. And, 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 and them having like wild thing planned. Like do we have to say? Then Chris Jericho cutting off the music. <laughs> and then yeah, the crowd's all booing the shit out of. But that was great, bro. That was fun. And then Eddie Kingston tried to set both Danielson uh, and Jericho on fire. Cause like his, cause, cause his beef with Danielson, so I, I was laughing about that. I was like, he saw both his enemies in one spot. He was like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was like, is this over now? That was hilarious. Yeah. That was a fun the, match. Um, it was real fun, and I think the that visual of Eddie Kingston walking down the ring with the um with the gasoline the petrol guy, yeah, yeah, that was such a crazy visual, and that it was it was entertained. I was, and I I'm saying with you, I wasn't really expecting for it to be like i wasn't mm-hmm. i thought it would be good because of the people involved but i wasn't expecting to be quite as entertained as i was um the thing is right is aw's got such a big roster that they like mjf can go away now to hold out all out they can mm-hmm. you know play it up and whatever and they won't really miss anything like you know the show will be better with him on of course but you know, the FTR didn't have a match last night, for example. Um, which guys do you think will be Ring of Honor bound when Ring of Honor starts his TV deal in whatever form it is? Mm, Brian Cage, for sure, because, I mean, he in that group. Um, I can see Frank Kazarian. Um, Joe? Nah, I think I think Joe's staying on AEW TV. I don't okay. think Tony Khan. But I think he's going to be both. He can be both, but I think he he gonna be featured on AEW Dynamite. Um, Lee Johnson, uh, I, I can see Bones and Caster getting the ROH tag titles. Um, 
Oh, I love the acclaimed. I want them yeah. to stay on AEW. No, no, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, not go away from AEW, but I can definitely yeah. see them get the ROH tag titles. Um, Col- Col- Cabana. Col- oh, yeah, for sure. Col- Cabana. I haven't seen him um, for, uh, for a while, have we? Since, um, it, it's, um, um, since it was the last a, dance. It, it's filming it, a TV show, I think, isn't it? No, it was, it was reported by Melissa that he, um, in the observer, that he signed a new deal. And he's yeah. Gonna be in, um, yeah, that he was going to be on the ROA side. Things like I, I know a lot of people like to link like that with CM Punk in terms of like I I, I don't know what's going on with their relationship. He wasn't right? doing much anyway, though. As I say, he really? went on the show anyway. But I mean, you you would have I mean, right? Like, uh, uh, people like expecting them to be cool or something. Like, dog, they, they was in a lawsuit with each other. Like, oh, fuck, I'm not about to be cool yeah. with you. Like, what, what what we got to talk about? Like, ain't nothing for yeah. us to talk about. Hundred <laughs> percent. But uh, but like I can see I can see Colt like going to the uh, the ROH side. Um, who else in that roster? Like I I, I can see maybe him like signing. John Morrison to that our way side, the Killer Cross, Scarlet Bordeaux to that our way side. Um, yeah, like I can see, I can see a couple of people, maybe like of course, uh, Willow Nightingale to that our way side, uh, Trisha Dora to that our way side. Um, may, maybe use that to get sort of you know, Julia Hartson rest, maybe Akira Hogan, Red Velvet, um, maybe Anna Jay go over to that our way side for a little bit just to get her reps up. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of people that you can send over there because I mean I, I think that's what it's going to be essentially like a um, like a feeder system in a way like just to build talent stuff give him some reps and stuff like that I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where that's going to go like I mean I, I wasn't expecting it like when he first announced it for that, that shit to take off like the next month but like I, mm-hmm. I am interested to see like like where it's going to be like if it's going to be on the TV station or like it's going to be on like a streaming service or like whatever it might be, I'm I'm kind of interested to see where this ROH thing goes. But there's a lot of different ways they could go. But I mean, I, I I think it's gonna be like I'm not expecting this to be like some competing brand. I think it's gonna be like a, a computer system, and it's gonna play into AW storylines and whatnot. It's a good. It could be a good way to make guys hot and girls hot, which aren't on like there's not enough room to get them on Rampage or or Dynamite. But it could be a good way to build guys up ready to then come over and have a big push or a big feud i think it's it, it could be used like that um they could also just use it as a separate brand they've got such a big roster um that they could use it as a completely separate brand and yeah. also then just use the dark and elevation to give people reps and use it as a separate brand um gaz says uh, he says a couple of things. First of all, he said, the thing I like uh, yeah, about AEW is they save matches and feuds. Yeah, they've done that really well. And even like with the Undisputed Era and the Elite, they could have blown through that match straight immediately. Like they could have had Adam uh, Cole come in and turn on the, uh, you know, the Young Bucks the first night because the story was there to do so. But they didn't, and they kind of have saved it, and they're going to build it up for the right time, which I think is the right, you know, is the right idea. Um, and there's, you know, there's a few feuds like there's loads of matches for Wardlow which haven't been done, um, which can be done. Um, same with some of the other guys. Um, and his other question was, what do you think about if so? So if the MJF situation cannot be rescued, rescued. To a point where he was going to re-sign for AEW, could or uh, like a swap deal for Sasha and Naomi for MJF going the other way? Who gets the best of that deal if that was to happen? A swap deal? I don't think that's yeah. happening. 
No, I don't think so either. I think no, I don't have to think no shit. But, but, but wait, do, do he mean like just in terms of like MJF leaving and then going to sign with WWE and this option, I only leaving and then going to sign with AEW? Yeah. Oh, so, so if, if that's the thing, like something like natural just happening like that. But I don't ever see WWE and AEW be like, yeah, hey, no, no, negotiating. But what about a trade? <laughs> but, but like, like, just, right, like come on, that like Sasha and Naomi. That's a come on, that you 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 adding two people like, that's bringing like entirely different fan bases to your product. You think all these Sasha stands ain't gonna go follow her to AEW? You tripping? Oh, they going right. They going. They going right with. They going right where and with her. 5.7 million followers on Instagram and Twitter and all that. They going right with the same thing with Naomi, bro. Her fan base, the, I, forgot, I forgot what they call Naomi fan base. It's some funny shit, but... Uh, it's a different uh, fan base, isn't it? To, yeah, but to they, they, they have, like, they have like loyal, like, support. Yes. Like, they have, like, people that have fan pages that are, like, dedicated to these people. Millions with, like, of thousands of followers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is crazy. Like, it's, I mean, not crazy in a bad way, but, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It they is, they had like big time supporters, bro. Like people that like literally. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Profile what they do. Like, it's, it's crazy, bro. But, I mean, like, if, you, if you're talking about, like, which one is going to make a difference, I think in the long term, bro, you letting a Sasha Banks and a Naomi free reign do what they want in the AEW and then you add on their star power like do they've been on national tv in the biggest wrestling company in the world for like the past nine years and they're stars bro like both of them they could both go in the ring great looks they can do whatever you ask them to do and then now you're giving them the power to do what they want to do that's that's different opposed to you getting MJF and then MJF, he he's gonna to have to fall in line. Like people like I don't care what you say, like you even yeah, like, you can't be exactly the same thing. And you know what, even with Cody, I think Cody's doing a great job. Like his run. I'm like really enjoying Cody Rose's run. Like I, I really I think he's doing a great I, I think I, I think it's more that WWE is the place where he belongs. Like he just fits in. Yeah. Like he he he's he's one of their guys. Like you could just you know say Cody's a WWE guy. You could just tell. Um and that's not a bad thing. And specifically in his case, it's not a bad thing at all. That's he, he just fits. Like you know what I'm saying. Like the live events and being in rock with the kids and all that. Like that's 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 Cody, bro. But like if you talking about MJF, he he went to fall in line, bro. Like he not gonna be able to go out here and be like talking about people's mothers and you know what I'm saying, yeah. talking calling people fat asses and all this shit. Like being mean to these kids and these mean groups. WWE ain't going for that shit. Like he not gonna be able to go to these like. Or make a wish stuff and be disrespected to these kids like that's, mm-hmm. that's they they not they not going for that bro because because like they're mm-hmm. like and the reason AEW doesn't have to worry about that stuff because they're not publicly traded like this is that's all yeah. by Tony Khan and his family WWE they got people that like invested into this company so if you do something that fuck them over then that's gonna look bad on the company as a whole so you gotta fall in line so I'm, I I am interested in like how MJF will be able to be in a in a WWE environment like for real for real but like I, I, don't, I don't know man it might not be as good as people think it might be bro he might go there and like, like I don't know it might not be good but I mean I, I think that's the thing that remained to be saying but also I think 
that he's aware enough to know that it not that it's not it probably won't be good. So he's trying to just finesse his way into you know that big big money deal with AEW. Which but I, I don't like for real, for real, bro. I'm being completely. I don't think he's leaving, bro. If if he leaves, I'll be very surprised. But I don't think he's going nowhere. Um, the only reason I think he might is his relationship with Cody. Is that that's true? That's the kind of only thing which because I agree with everything you just said. Like it's one of the, the reasons that MJF is who he is and why he's so over is because he is a throwback heel who's never out of character, who shits all over the fans at meet and greets, and people go to meet him at these meet and greets to get disrespected to get to get disrespected <laughs> and film it. So yeah, it's it's a weird one, and I mean. I'd have been. I would have lost a bit of respect for him if he hadn't turned up last night. Not for not turning up and that sort of thing, because I, you know, you do what you got to do. But I would have. I would have felt sorry for Wardlow because that was like yeah. a two, two, two year story. That was his crowning moment. So to not, if if MJF had not turned up and done the job, that was petty. Yeah, there's disrespecting Wardlow. It's nothing to do with his contract negotiations. Do your job and stuff, and he did. He didn't look happy, I gotta say, when he came out. But again, he is so good at being him. You just you can't, you, 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 you can't, can't, you, can't even, you can't you can't even tell if that's him or, or like <laughs> see that's yeah. the thing. That's what I'm saying. He's a clever, clever dude, isn't he? Um let's talk about the main event a little bit. CM Punk versus Adam Page. CM Punk won. We discussed that we thought it was the right call. So mm-hmm. I don't kind of want to retread over that, but the match was weird. So there was a couple of missed spots and botches, but also I thought the rest of the match was pretty good. So it was like yeah. a weird thing. Like I see, you know what people are like the in this day and age, they cling to the negatives. So you, people focus in on the botches, but they then don't focus in on the fact that you know the majority of the match was real good. Are you talking about the uh, the buckshot lariats? Yeah, that Punk tried to do. Yeah, he he, he was he clowned himself after after the, the media scrum. He was like, "Y'all remind me to never try to do that shit again." <laughs> but, but I mean, like, I, I, I mean, like after the first one, like I would have thought that he would have like not tried to do it. But I, I'm thinking his mind, it was like, "Oh, well, let, let me try it again," type thing. And I was like, "I don't think you need that no more, brother." Like that I mean, because when you when you think about it, but that's a hard ass move to like do. Like you it gotta flip, flip yourself over and launch yourself full speed like that. That that's rough, bro. So I mean, hey man, Page is a different athlete, obviously. So. That most people can't do can't do shit like that. So, so, so I mean, people giving a hangman more respect for doing it. Yeah, for now, doing because it. he's able to pull it off all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I felt sorry for CM Punk. Like he, he, uh, I, I, I did too, but I ain't gonna lie. So that was like, damn, Punk. It was funny. It was funny. <laughs> but, but, you know, what but, do you do? But but no, I, I think he fell well, on his ass the first time I, he fell on his ass. Yeah. Do you know what? By the way, the first so the first time he does it. Um, he falls straight on his ass, and Hangman picks him up straight away and puts him into the tries to put him into like a yeah, GTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was real quick thinking by Hangman to to cover it up, sort of thing. Mm. And then the second time, I'm just having another look at that. He does exactly the same again. He just falls straight on his ass. He, he he just I, I don't think he just had like the momentum, bro. Like yeah. Didn't flip I, over I, I, I mean, I mean, but also at that, I, I just think, hey, hey, man, he probably strong as shit. But you're not strong. You probably got to be like the flip yours and launch yourself while you're flipping but like you it, but it's, it's like you're doing like two different power moves at the same time you got to flip yourself over and then at the same time you got to send yourself forward 
yeah. to like go like it's like you're already in running motion like like that, that that's like it, I, I think what you said is very important like i hope people start to get him man some credit for, for pulling that move off but but like with punk uh his title ran like I mean, me, me and you kind of like you said we kind of talked about it last week it just like but what when are you ever gonna have a chance to do this again you know what i'm saying like so punk, punk you, you we like i mean i don't know when he's planning on finishing up wrestling but you know what i'm saying like you you are probably never gonna get a chance to have like at the right time the right moment the right crowd like it was it was just time. going into forbidden door in chicago like it like it's, it's just it's just the right time to put the title on punk and like you, you got you got time with hangman you got different stuff to go but like a punk you it, I, I kind of view it as the same thing with Samoa Joe when he came in the AEW, like, and he just, like said something on his media scrum, like, but just go to man with Punk, just do all the matches, bro. The Danielson, the the all, all the all the big dream matches, him versus Malachi Black. I want to see all that, all that. Like, just go, go go ahead and throw all that stuff at the wall. Big pay, big big matches at the big matches, and just just get it all out the way, bro. Like, it's like I mean, you might as well do it. Like, it ain't any point of like trying to save it with Punk. Like, just do it. Just do everything. Punk versus Suzuki. Punk versus whoever the fuck else you got. Line them all. Line them all up. Do him versus Adam Cole. Line them all up, bro. Do the summer of Punk 3. It's time. Yeah, man. And here's the thing, right? Is um, like CM Punk was gone for seven years. Like Gaz just said in the chat that he said, I never thought I'd see uh, Punk again. So let's just enjoy it. And that's the thing. I like when it got to a point in that seven year period where it was like, yeah, this guy, he's just not coming back. So everyone kind of was ad- accepted that. Yeah, they let it go. Gonna, and and uh, so the fact he's back, I think, is just enjoy it for what it is. And like, I'm looking forward to, especially the like where you saw the hints of it recently. Like at some point he's going to go heal. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't and wait. That, it's gonna that's, be the, awesome. that's the that, that's the real CM Punk. Like yeah. that's, that's the I, I can't wait. But you, uh, I swear, like, they're kissing babies at the moment. But a part of me, a, just just a small part of me wishes Paul Heyman was a free agent, bro. Just a, a small yeah. part. Just this is this is a small part of me wishes Paul Heyman was a free agent. They bro. are good together because because that, that 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 would just be a like him, Heyman and FTR. Oh my goodness, man! That that was just and, and then that that forget you asked Serena Deeb, that'd be like that. Yeah. I mean, that'd that'd be. I mean, I mean, even now you could do Punk Deeb and FTR. That'd be that'd be nice. But like, but, but like just fantasizing about if you is that Hamish the equation. That oh my goodness, but that'd be so much. Yeah, fun, yeah, it's so but, good together. Yeah, that run that run he had as a heel with Heyman was. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Real good, good like historic. Just well will stand up over the years as one of the great runs. And I think um, it'll be interesting which direction they go with for the next challenger because, like you said, and I think we talked about last week, I'd like to just see him fight everyone. Just, yeah, just, all, all the dream matches. But they also um, will, I would imagine, they will want to be careful not to you know, damage anyone he beats yeah. during that period. So I'd be interested to see who they put him up against, certainly in the first you know month or two. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him do an open challenge on Dynamite after a, maybe, maybe not this week, but like, you know, from the week after and just do some 
banger matches against yeah. random folks. So, so, so you 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 want to know who low key climbing up the ranks and nobody paying attention to? Like I'm talking yeah. about the AEW rankings. Mox, Mox is number three right now. See, that's weird, isn't it? Considering like, they just put him in the tag team. You know, you know, like Mox has been racking up hella wins, bro. And like people mm-hmm. don't even realize, like Mox is like climbing up the ranks. And so I, I definitely think at some point they're gonna do CL Punk versus. Hey, bro, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I wouldn't be mad if Moxie got a second run. I, I, I really wouldn't. Like the work, but I, I've never seen a wrestler be like consistently be this hot. Like, has there ever been a point where Moxley has like ever been cold in AEW? Not really, no. No, you know like, I think even and maybe a little bit after his title run, I think he died yeah, down a little bit. But even then, he was pretty good. You know, yeah. but, um, but, but I really like, like the Blackpool Combat Club as well. I like him I was, with Daniel Bryan, uh, Brian Danielson. But I was like, right after that, like right after he lost the title, it was like the Eddie Kingston thing started. So he wasn't even yeah. cold for that long. No, 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 no. It looks like we're going to get Eddie Kingston versus Di- uh, Brian Danielson as well. So maybe Mox versus Punk could be Punk's first feud because if he's third in the rankings, he's going to be up there. You know, he's going to be in the conversation. If they're going to go with um, Daniel Bryanson, fuck's sake, Daniel Bryan Danielson, <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston, which it does look like they're building towards. Then it kind of makes sense that Mox would go and do something. It's a bit weird though that they've kind of put Blackpool Combat Club together and then they're gonna, you know, Utah's out doing the best of the Super Juniors and then they're gonna split off the other two. But I'll admit, I would, I would, I look forward to the day, hopefully in the next 12 months or the next six months, where we get to see um, CM Punk versus uh, Brian Danielson. Go hell for leather. And you about to say about to say you would think they're gonna cycle back to see a pump versus Kingston at some point. Like that's happening. Yeah, yeah. The promos meant for that will be insanity. Um Eddie Kingston is real hot. Um and every time you think he's dying down a little bit, he'll he seems to get into another feud or another does another promo and, and he's hot again. I really, really enjoying his work at the moment. He should have um, beat Miro for the TNT title. Yeah. Do you think they should have taken the titles off Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus? See, see the thing was, I, I, like, initially... When I, was it, when it, when it, I was waiting for that Christian turn. And it didn't like, but initially, when they first announced them, I wasn't even expecting them to lose the title, so I wasn't, like, surprised at it. Do I think they should have lost the titles? I think I don't. I, I think the title should have went to Hobbs and Ricky. I, I, yeah. I do think Hobbs and Ricky should have won the titles, but like I, I wasn't like going into it expecting to lose. I, I had a feeling they was going to win anyway, so I wasn't like caught off guard. But but I, but I do think that the title should with the to, to to Ricky and Star because yeah. I mean Ricky and Hobbs. Like I, I feel like they got like I, I, I feel like some like at some point you need to strap them, strap them up, or you need to sort of go further with Ricky or go further with Hobbs. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like they they work real well together, and I feel like they can do a lot of good stuff. But like, as far as like what's going on with Jurassic Express, like they, they have good matches. Like you can't say they don't have good matches, but like it's like I don't know. It, it just it just feel kind of like now it's not it's not boring, but like it's kind of like at, at some point I feel like it's, you got to come to the point where you need to you, yeah they just there. You need to switch it up a little bit. So and honestly, like if, if, that, if that was me, I'd have definitely put the straps on uh, Ricky and. Ricky and uh, Powell Hobbs, that'd have been cool to see them get the tag belts. And then, you know, may, maybe Hook could take on the reins of the FCW title a little bit once he splits all with Dan House and, and like, finishes that whole thing. Um, 
Man, you know, I, I, I kind of like what they're doing with Hook. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't yeah, going like, too. Too, like too super serious. Like, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I feel like if you decided to, like, go the whole, hey, big mean guy with the, you know, straight face, they'd have got more. But, like, I kind of yeah. like they adding a comedic element of Dan Housen there and stuff. Like, they, I, they, they, they had a big miss yesterday with not having Dan Housen come out with the uh, the boxer shorts and the boots and the chain, like, Hook. <laughs> yeah. Big. Big, big, big miss with that. But yeah, now to your, uh, to your question, I, I definitely think that they could put the titles on Ricky and um, Rick, Ricky and uh, uh, Ricky and Powerhouse Hobbs. But, but what I think is probably gonna happen, uh, as far as far as the tag titles go, like maybe they try to cycle back to the Lucha Brothers. Maybe they put the stripes on Buddy and uh, Brody, and then Malachi sort of goes out of some singles gold or. I mean, it's, it's a lot of different ways they could go, but like, I mean, now I think I, 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 and the Hardys are going to get the gold, the, get the tag team belt. Oh, god, no, 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 I just no, think they no. will because so they can say that they've won it and then a oh, yeah, well. uh, yeah, but not, no, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking about no to your point. I'm just like, bro, I, don't, I don't know, bro. Like, I, 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 I that's why I, I love Matt Jeff, like, that's one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Like, I grew up in their era, like, when they was, you know what I'm saying, when they was hot. Like when they was the guy, and I that's grew up one of my favorite tag teams of all time, bro. But like, bro, I, I, like it, it'd it be rough watching Jeff sometimes, bro. Like, and 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 that and that in a super negative way. But I'm talking about he looks like he legit hurts, like doing like yeah. basic shit, like he getting in the ring, like moving around, like he looks like his body is hurting. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, like, I, I, of course, if he can go, then you know he can go. But like sometimes it just, I just be looking at, I be like, damn, bro, like he looks like he's like torn up. So, as somebody who is in pain all the time, right, and someone who takes, like, super strong painkillers because of that pain, I can't imagine being in the amount of pain that I'm in all the time and then having to do do the stuff that he does. Yeah. But also not taking painkillers because he's obviously an addict and stuff and has got clean and all that good stuff. Like so, that's taken out of the equation. Like I can't imagine how he deals with that pain. And then um, sometimes I watch him and do when he does so, like he did that spot with Darby Allen before, and even the first his first night on AEW when he did that spot at backstage where he jumped off a ladder through a table. Like I get it, that's what he thinks people want to see from him. But like sometimes I just watching it and I'm just like, oh. Like I can feel the pain, and you can see it yeah, in his face. Yeah, man, and I just I don't know what you do because, like with the Hardys, um, it's difficult. They 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 look slow and they look in pain. They, they but, I but quite liked Hardy with his stable of wrestlers, and he yeah. was effectively the manager. I like I thought that was pretty good because I thought it helped. The butcher and the blade, and it helped. Um, Private party. Yeah, I thought it helped them. I, I thought it helped Ali as well. All of them were better for being with Matt Hardy as their manager. He was doing the talking for them. They were doing the wrestling. That was good. But obviously, when Jeff came in, they couldn't. They didn't mesh. You, like they couldn't do that together. Yeah, you 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 got to do the Hardy stuff. Like you can't like not do it. So the only thing I think they could do, which might interest me with the Hardys at the moment. And I'm like you, I like, you know, I grew up with them and, and right. they're my guys. Like, but I wouldn't be against them reforming the, like the, the broken stable 
That would such. be good. So having like his, that would be his, good. his misses and Senior Benjamin and like I could do with that because I think that is entertaining. And I'm talking like the original, yeah, broken like the Impact broken, not the WWE one, <laughs> the the Impact one, which was genuinely entertaining. And what people forget with hindsight is it wasn't just entertaining. He was also the world champion and he was also um, putting on great matches, but also having serious feuds whilst doing that gimmick. Like his feud with EC3 was phenomenal. But also there, you know, there was comedic with um, Rockstar Spurs and, and, and that element of the gimmick and stuff. But it was also very, very heated and very good. I think you can do something with that and Brother Nero. But that's like I don't want to see the Hardy Boys as they are now versus you know Jurassic Express and I just don't. Um, I thought going back to Jurassic Express, sorry, I felt for sure that they were going to lose, and I thought Christian was going to turn on Jungle Boy, and that was going to be the feud. I don't know why they've kind of hinted at it a little bit. But not really. So, um, so, so, you, so you want to know the crazy thing? They haven't even hinted of it. That, that's that's us that's knowing that shit. That's just in my head. No, no, no. It's not just you. It's everybody. We're we're doing mm. this. AEW has not hinted at this at all. Like they have not even remotely hinted that Christian was turning on this man. We want Christian to turn. To turn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was doing. He was. He had to go at him, didn't he? Like he um he shot no. at him or whatever. You know, he, sure he, 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 was just, he was just like he was just tired of him losing like singles matches that he like needed to get his shit together. But but but, but 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 I think we want Christian to turn. Yeah. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 let, let me ask you something because like this, I mean, this kind of so on topic, but like, what what, what do you think would have happened if Edge? Like, what, what do you think Edge would be doing right now if AEW people accepted the offer back in uh 2019? What do you think he'd have been doing right now? You think he'd have been champion? Yeah, I think so. I think because like, like especially like if AEW was getting off the ground at that point, no, they they definitely would strapped Edge. He yeah, I think he would have been their first champion. I think, mm. depending on like the you know if the time the, the timeline, yeah. Like but I think there's certainly a chance that he would have. Um, he's doing tremendous things. Actually, I'm really enjoying what he's doing. The, the um, Judgment Day. Yeah, I quite like it. Um, you know me, I like those kind of dark gimmicks anyway. But like um I I do think they need to add one more male wrestler to it. Or maybe another female wrestler. I saw some people suggesting um that Liv Morgan should join as well. And kind of they should have like the Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley tag team reunite with this like darker gimmick. But I don't know. I mean, they do need female tag teams for this tournament, so. <laughs> There's one. <laughs> Stop breaking them up. You might get, uh, you know, you might have one. The, the, the thing about the, the judgment they stay with, like, I feel like they need to stop doing, like, these generic-ass in-ring promos. Like, have yeah, some, like, some, 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 backstage, some backstage, man. like, I, I like what the House mm-hmm. of Black does. Like, you don't see the House of Black, like, just standing in the ring, like, with the light mm-hmm. on them, like. Hey, all you guys like they do like the the, the backstage, backstage. yeah, that, that, that's great editing and stuff like that. Like, but do that stuff with the judgment day. But that's what they that's what when uh, the Wyatt family first debuted, yes, that's what they did. They that, 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 that's, awesome that's why they were so interested. Yes, 
That's what Big was Bernie did wrestling. anything. And they, in fact, the only thing they did in the ring in the first six months was either matches or when they attacked someone. Everything mm-hmm. else was like vignettes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's a weird thing. Um, coming out the dynamite, so coming into dynamite on Wednesday. Um, anything which you're particularly sort of looking forward to and kind of like interested in where it's going to go? I think it's only two matches. Though. We got uh, Scorpio versus Dante for the TNT title. Any chance that Dante wins, do you think? Nah, no fucking way. They ain't taking that belt off Scorpio. But uh, but but you want to know where Dante, like, real for real, like, I, I know Darius hurt right now. But, though, mm. like, if you, you, I, I don't think he should win the TNT title. But like, no, he had so much momentum like before Darius came back, and like I do yeah. really like top flights of tag team. I think they should they gonna one day be tag champions in AEW. But for right now, like with the situation you got though, like it, it ain't gonna hurt you to push Dante like back to that position he was. Like he had a lot, he had a lot of momentum, dog. Like he had a lot. Um, and then with Scorpio, I, I feel like you just need to keep giving him wins, like keep building them up, oh. building them up, and building them up, and building them yeah. up, and stuff like that. Just keep giving him. Like give, give him like some feuds that people like give a shit about. Like the Frank Azarian one was it, it was decent, but like put put him in there with like some big names, bro. Like give him some like give him like give him something to work with. Do some like you know something that can bring him like a great like a really really great match. Like throw his ass in there with like lethal or some shit like that, and have him be lethal. You know what I'm saying? Do something like that. Mm-hmm. And like uh yeah, but whatever they got coming up next. But I I really like the Scorpio Hill run. Like minus the Sammy Guevara stuff, like I mean, but all of it's been the Sammy Guevara stuff. But like, I, mm. I, I, I think that Scorpio has like a lot of depth to him, and I, I think that they definitely have long term plans for Scorpio. Because I mean, I don't think they would have signed him to a five year extension if they didn't. You know, what I'm saying? I don't yeah. think they just, I don't think AEW just out here handing handing out five year fucking extensions. No, no. You know what I'm saying? So They're letting people go, and they yeah. so you know, yeah. So I, I definitely think that they got plans for Scorpio, but um, I know they got the ten man tag coming up. It's gonna be undisputed elite and. Who is undisputed Lee versus the Hardys? Who else? It's gonna be undisputed Lee versus the Hardys and Black. Was is it Blackpool Combat Club? Is that, is that what yeah? It is? I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's good. That's in um, isn't that in the Bucks hometown? In, yes, Cali, Cali, California. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Do you know um, who I think is fucking awesome, and I really hope they do something special with is Swerve. Like he is him. I like him and Keith Lee actually together. Yeah, I but do too. Swerve is just so good, mate. It's so good. I just yeah, him and Keith Lee. Yeah, man. I think um, they wouldn't have been a bad shout for tag team champions. Actually, I wouldn't have yeah, been disappointed true. with that. So. Yeah, that, that, they'd have been good. So only reason I only reason I choose Hobbs and Starks over them is because they like the more like established. Team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. so like that's why I kind of side with them, and I feel like I always look at Swerve and Keith Lee as like individual talents. But like for Rupert, I ain't mad at this tag run. Like it's it's good. But like I, I of course everybody want to see them do their own stuff. But like I, they they not a bad team, bro. They do like some good stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like I think it's just a matter of like uh fleshing it out a little bit. Like because the the roster is like fucking ever growing. You know what I'm saying? Like you you expecting the, the somebody else to turn up like fucking Gargano or. Some so, so, somebody is gonna turn up in that men's division. It's gonna be another place. You know what I'm saying? And then you got MJF yeah. somewhere in there in the in the weeds. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's they got a stack roster, but I mean, it, it's it's never. I don't think it's ever a bad thing to have a stack roster. But there are also complications that come with a stack roster, like you having to do stuff like that to keep guys on TV. But but you, know, I I will give Coney Khan some credit, like as far as like putting taxi together. He's like really good at that stuff, like putting these mm-hmm. people together and like making them. 
making them work. So, yeah. But you know what else as well helps is the fact that you've got a whole brand which is about to, at some point, start go. a TV deal. So if anyone in that roster does is getting, is getting a bit frustrated with their TV time, you can kind of say, just bear with me. You know, as soon as this yeah. Ring of Honor things is announced, you're going to be one of my guys. And there's so many guys and girls in that roster that maybe aren't getting the, the push now, but could be real good guys in, you know, in uh, Ring of Honor, like top, top guys. And I just think that is such a benefit to them as a as a company overall. Um, so it's going to be very interesting sort of where they where they go next. Do you know, um, on the female side of things, who I'm really excited to see uh, later this year, I'm hoping they'll have a feud with uh, Britt Baker, is Jamie Hayter I really like. And I think um, there's potentially a great feud between her and Britt at some point. They put her in Blackpool Combat Club. Do you think, yeah? Jamie Hayter. They should. Good good shot. She's a great rapper. Yeah, she is. And I think um, moving her from Brit quietly now so Brit can have a little bit of a a face run for even if it's a short one, it's quite a good idea, but you like without addressing it. And then in a couple of months, maybe you have her kind of as. Jamie Hayek and I say, oh, you just kind of abandoned me and and then it can kind of go, you know, you can start with that then and there could be a real good feud there. Um, just to wrap up, mate, uh, have you heard any more on the kind of the Sasha and Naomi stuff and is there any further news? Uh, I, th- I think everything just had a standstill right now. Still I don't think they're coming back. I don't think well, they're coming they've... back. I read somewhere that Naomi's only got like a month on a contract, don't she? I mean, um, that's true. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. But I mean, uh, yeah, everything just had a standstill right now. I think we, we, I don't think we really gonna find out shit till like the end of the summer, to be honest with you. It's a weird thing. Um, so what's it like? Stephanie McMahon took her leave of absence, which was interesting. Say again, sorry. Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. Um, I saw a few people saying that they don't expect her back as well, but like I, I can't imagine that she's done. You know, she's done being a executive at the WWE. I'd be amazed if that was the case. Um, they can't take it oh, over. <laughs> yeah, for sure, mate. However, I will say, if she isn't there, I think that creates more chance theoretically of. Vince selling the WWE at some point because if she's not a, a top executive there and neither is Paul Levesque and neither is Shane McMahon like this their um, what's the word like their inheritance if you like it's, you know do you know what I mean it's like a family company if they're mm-hmm. not there I think it's easier for Vince to sell to Disney or whoever so I'm kind of interested in that, like massively to see how that develops. But Nick Khan is just getting rid of everybody. Just roots firing wrestlers, executives, doesn't matter. Doesn't care. He's gonna kick Vince out soon. Don't mm, man, don't give a shit. I say I don't I don't even know what Nick Khan I mean, I don't know like yeah, what he exactly like what like what he does exactly. But like I, I don't I mean I don't know if he like firing people and shit like that, but like I do I think it's evident that he's moving up the ranks. Real quick, 
real quick. Yeah. He got a lot of power. So, yeah, man. Hey, Nick, 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 Nick Khan might fuck around and give Vince, Vince as the boot. One of these, yeah. they might, might, he, he might convince him to get to him to yeah. kick himself out or something like that. But the one to say it be a pasta. You, you wanna know what? I got a prediction. That's that's somewhat reasonable. That's not like all out of bounds and shit like that. Mm. I, I I think that like, after that documentary come out about Vince, I think he's gonna hang it up. After his documentary drop, that one that they doing about him, the, the ringer. I think once that drop, once it come out, I think he's gonna hang it up. He gonna hand it over to whoever. I don't know who, but he gonna hand. I think he gonna hand it over, and I think that'll be his lasting legacy. That documentary, and then boom. Of course, the WWE yeah, is old. But then but also, but also, I could see him like just being like continuing in the same spot. Like I'm just trying to spitball an idea. Yeah, no, I could see it. I, I, I could definitely see it. I think, um, you know, if you'd ask, if you'd said that five years ago, I'd have said 100% Triple H will take over the wrestling side. Stephanie yeah. will take over the business side, and the fact that that isn't the case now is mind blowing in many ways. Um, obviously, Triple H from an in-ring perspective is done. Um, I don't know what his health's like, so I don't know whether he'd be, you know, able to to run a company that size and, and things like that. But it's uh, it's a it's a weird way. I was I was all panned out. Nick Khan's going to take over it all. Um, no, that, no, 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 those old NXT days seemed like a lifetime ago. Oh, NXT, so good, when though, NXT was on fire with Alistair Black and all those guys, those were days. so good, so was, good. And you uh, see, like a new, new top indie star would turn up each takeover. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good, man. Hey, hey let, um, let me ask you, let me ask you something before we wrap up. Are, are you even remotely interested in Ric Flair's last match? Could not give a fuck, mate. <laughs> I, I, really I, could, I, I, I could not give less of a shit. Yeah, you know, FTRs in a match. Really? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be uh, they, 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 the the official like match hasn't been confirmed as far as like who's facing who, but mm-hmm. but Rick Rick Flair did confirm that it's gonna be him, Rock and Roll Express, and FCR, and they waiting on the last guy. Ah, oh, mate, I just don't, just don't, don't, not interested at all. Which is I, a shame. He, 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 he gonna do what he do, bro. But like, dog, like, yeah. Oh, look, look, you know, yeah. he, he, he can do what he wants, but it doesn't mean I have to watch it. Yeah, he, he's he's seventy five, bro, and like you got to like a a pacemaker in your heart. I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. But Man, I mean, yeah. he's seventy five. He's got a pacemaker. Uh, obviously, has had prob- health issues, big health scares before. Um, obviously, uh, had a a history of alcohol and drug abuse. Um. But he's also he's got a daughter who's just got married, you know, potentially may have grandchildren, children, whatever. Um, he's obviously got other children as well. Like, at what point do you just think, fucking hell, like, you know, I'm done with wrestling. I just want to enjoy my family, my children, my grandchildren, and like I'm 75. I just Re- don't Re- I don't understand it. Wrestlers are never done, ever. They never retire. There's no such thing as retirement in pro wrestling ever. It doesn't happen. It does not. I, I can't relate to it. And you know, I'm not a wrestler, so I can't obviously. But it's the bug. It's, just, bro. it's the yeah. bug. Once you get caught, you caught. That's it. You you locked in ever. But like um, I, 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 I mean, I, I, hopefully, you know what I'm saying. It you know, 
it's like but he, he was doing an interview talking about he trying to go off the top rope and shit. I'm like, oh like please don't. But <laughs> just 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 do a couple of um chops. Like, yeah, do some chops, do your strut and get out of there. <laughs> Let's just make sure you get out alive is the main thing, unfortunately, isn't it? Um do you know what, mate? Um one thing I wanted to touch on. Uh no Cesaro, no Johnny Gagano. I think Cesaro is going to turn back up in WWE. I do too. I do too. Because um, I think if he was going to be in AEW or Ring of Honor or whatever, he would have turned up. In it. Um, Man, I, 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 I think Cesaro looking for the big bucks. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for them hundreds. That's, yeah, what, he, that's, what, that's what he's looking for. So he's looking for them. He's looking for that money. He's if looking he for that for, retirement money. If you ain't forking it over, he ain't with it. <laughs> Why not? What about Johnny Gargano? Do you think he'll be back soon? I think Johnny Gargano's first match will be in GCW against Blake Christian. Do you think he ends up in AEW? Probably. Maybe an ROH guy. Could be a, like a top guy in ROH. Could see that. I could see but, him in either. But yeah, I, I think his first match back out here going to be against Blake Christian. Blake Christian been calling his ass out for like five months, and I don't think he's doing that like not on purpose. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, man. Fair to say. Um. So yeah, Raw tonight. Um. Yeah, gonna be uh, gonna be good. Um, what's Randy Orton's on hiatus? Um, Riddle is having a real good run at the moment. Um, I gotta say, uh, I think that everyone is expecting when Randy Orton returns that he's going to turn on Riddle. I think Riddle is going to turn on Randy Orton the first night he's back. Just throwing that out there, um, and I think he's got a good heel run in him as well, Riddle um, for the WWE. I think they've built him well. He's done well. He's good in ring. Um, depending on how they book him, they might have a. A new heel on their hands. What says you? You about to have a new heel in your hands in a minute. <laughs> you know it. Come on. You know. You know he'll be a good heel, and everyone's nah. expecting Orton to turn. I just think um, that'll be the. I think he'll he will turn rather than Orton, and that'll be the the swerve, as it were. Um, right, my friend. As always, it's a, it's been an absolute pleasure. And do enjoy our chats about the uh, the graps. Um, if you're around next Monday, mate, do give me a shout, and uh, we'll get it done. We'll do, sir. Is, uh, it's a good time for me, and works for you. Then let's do it. Um, obviously, let, lots, let, lots let everybody out, let everybody know on the edits you skimming me on the checks. Yeah, man, bouncing, <laughs> dip, bouncing. <laughs> They're bouncing like Paul Heyman in the 90s ECW. Bouncing all over this place. Um, make sure you do check out uh, postwrestling.com and also Andrew Thompson interviews on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Watch some of the best wrestling interviews in the game by the GOAT himself. We'll be back soon, hopefully next week. But uh, keep an eye on social medias and stuff. Give us a follow, share, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you later. It's been a pleasure. Nice one, Andrew. Cheers, mate.
Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.